0: Hey, it's Pat. We've got some backstage passes because I want to meet you. We're doing an event in the middle of September where we're bringing some listeners together for some power networking. And then we're going to do the Idea Slam Brainstorm just for the people on the call. It's free. It's fun. I cannot wait to meet you. But you got to sign up before all the spots are filled. Click the link and you're in. Okay, let's start the show.
1: (coughs) America's Small Business Conversation is on the air. It's the Pat Miller Show. One hour exclusively for entrepreneurs to work on your business, not in it. It's time to solve problems, capture opportunities, and celebrate your wins. Powered by the Idea Collective small business community. This is the Pat Miller Show. Now your host... Pat Miller, the Idea
0: Coach. Welcome to the Pat Miller Show, America's Small Business Conversation. You found the place where you can take a break from working in the business and step back and look up on the horizon and start working on the business. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. I have the privilege of hosting the show and talking with you today so we can all build a better business and have our dreams come true and all of that jazz. On today's show, we welcome back one of our recurring guests, a guy named Brad Herda. He's going to talk about graduating from having a job that pays you to owning a business that operates with or without you. It's a different mindset to build something that makes you money and then to build something that can make money with or without you. It's a different way of thinking. It's a much bigger way of operating. So we'll have him join us In a little bit. We're also going to have a for reals conversation about the importance of the people around you on your small business journey. It's not just a network of folks you can sell things to. It's way more important than that. And it may be the thing that keeps you going on your darkest days. We'll talk about that in a second. But we lead off today's show with a salute And a thank you to an American icon that recently passed away. Jimmy Buffett died last week at 76. Full stop right here. How much joy did Jimmy Buffett bring to the world? And whenever you see someone like that pass away, it always just makes me a little bit sad because of all the happiness and joy that he brought. Hopefully, when when we go, people will look at us and say, look at all the joy you brought to the world. So it's sad that he's gone, but I want to talk about what we can learn from Jimmy Buffett. Because as small business owners, there is a giant lesson that Jimmy Buffett can teach us if we take the time to think like he did. Now, before we get into the lesson part, let's just marvel at what he did. Coming up in the 70s and early 80s, he was a songwriter and a performer, and he wrote some great songs, but his influence was way bigger than just the songs that he wrote. I mean, Margaritaville, classic. Come Monday, classic. Cheeseburger in Paradise, sure. These are great, catchy songs, but his influence was so much bigger because he understood his audience. And he talked directly to them. The concerts were, what, only matched by the deadheads as far as devotion and passion from the fan base? If you talk to people that go to Buffett concerts, it's a lifestyle. It's a rite of passage each summer of, well, of course I'm going to see Buffett. It's just a non... There's 4th of July, right? I'm going to 4th of July. There's going to be a Buffett concert. I'm going to a Buffett. That's just what you do. So his fans were rabid because the music was great and the concerts were great. But what can we learn from Jimmy Buffett that maybe you won't learn if you don't stop to think about it? What we can learn is that he was a hell of a businessman. And he was a great businessman because he knew exactly exactly what people wanted out of him and what he was selling. Exactly. And he took that feeling and he took that product and he productized it. He made an entire portfolio that went way beyond one catchy song and some dedicated concert goers. So if you look at his business empire when he died, would you believe he was a billionaire? The stories that are out are saying he was a billionaire based off his business activities. If he had just relied on his concert ticket sales and his royalties, he wouldn't be a billionaire. But he knew what he was selling and he sold it over and over. And do you know what he sold? Think about Jimmy Buffett. What did he sell to become a billionaire? It wasn't concert tickets and it wasn't albums. He sold The feeling of being on vacation. Think about that. When you think of Margaritaville, what do you think about? You think about relaxation. You think about that feeling of toes in the sand. You think about might as well have another beer. You think about just relaxing. And he took that feeling and look at what he did with it. His concerts the entire margaritaville franchise that turned into restaurants clothing resorts land shark beer frozen drinks he took the feeling of vacation and he productized it over and over and over again because you feel like you're on vacation when you go to one of his restaurants and eat a cheeseburger He's eat, you're eating a cheeseburger. He's sell How many people sell cheeseburgers in the United States? I, I guarantee you right now where you're sitting, there's a cheeseburger within two miles of where you're at. One mile of where you're at. Everyone sells a cheeseburger. But who sells a cheeseburger that makes you feel like you're on vacation? Jimmy Buffett. You can have a margarita on your back patio. But who makes it feel like vacation? Jimmy Buffett. And then you can go on vacation to one of his locations, Jimmy Buffett. You're going to paradise. You're leaving your boring boardroom or whatever it is that you do, and you're going to paradise. He productized a feeling. How brilliant is that? And that's what people wanted out of him. So what can we learn from Jimmy Buffett? We don't have to pick up a guitar, and we don't have to do a concert to do what he did. The question today is, what feeling do you provide to your clients and customers? It's way more than the thing that you sell. What is the feeling that they're getting from you? Because if you can get really clear on that feeling, you might be able to productize it just like Jimmy Buffett did. Because if you can productize what you're selling... Now your product line becomes so much deeper and you can start getting around your ideal clients with a similar message around every corner that reinforces your value without ever having to resell your product. Maybe it would be helpful to go through a few examples. Should we go through a few examples just so we really drive this home? Because I want you to think about what are you selling? Let's say you're a marketing agency. A lot of marketing agencies. You're not selling strategy. You're selling clarity. Quit guessing. Know what works. Be more efficient. Build a machine that sells your stuff. You're selling clarity. You're not selling strategy. Let's say you're an accounting service. Okay, if you're an accounting service, what are you selling? You're not selling columns of the p and You're not selling QuickBooks maintenance or none of that stuff. You're selling confidence. You're selling the confidence that my books are handled, that my taxes will be done, that my people will get paid, that if the IRS comes calling, I'm ready. You're selling confidence as an accounting service. And let's do financial planning. If you're a financial planner, are you selling get rich? No. You got to be careful about that stuff. A lot of rules. What are you selling as a financial planner? You're selling your client getting one step closer to their dream. One step at a time. Every time you get together with your client as a financial planner, you're not selling the market returns. You're selling another round of golf when they retire. You're selling another city in Europe they can visit because their investments are doing well. You're getting them closer to their dreams. I'm begging you, begging you. You can't see me. I'm down on one knee. I'm begging you to take a minute today and think about what is the feeling or the result that you're selling as a function of your product or service. Oftentimes, it's not the actual product or service, it's the feeling. And when you find it, just like Jimmy Buffett did, maybe you too could become a billionaire. On the way, we're going to talk about the importance of your small business network because it's going to keep you going when you don't feel like it. It's essential. We're covering that next. Welcome to this edition of The Pat Miller Show. Thanks for tuning in.
1: America's Small Business Conversation continues next
2: on The Pat Miller Show. Are you a woman who needs to protect and grow your business? Or do you have a secret dream to start one? I bet you do. If you don't have a lawyer on your side, you may be putting your family and personal assets at risk. I know, I know. You might be avoiding lawyers because they seem overwhelming or intimidating. That's why you have to meet the team at Athena Legal Solutions, LLC.com. This all woman team of talented lawyers are the most approachable, knowledgeable, and friendly team, you'll ever meet. They exist solely to support women business owners who often go without the legal support they truly need. In 2023, they want to help 223 women create a solid legal foundation for their business. The first 100 women who mention this ad will receive over $100 off of their LLC starter package. Visit Athena Legal Solutions LLC.com. Krista Morrissey for Choices Coaching and Consulting. Do you know where most small businesses go wrong? They invest in everything except their leaders. But through strong leaders comes strong business. Are you doing it wrong? Most small businesses focus on production and numbers. Production and numbers come through strong, resilient leaders. And strong leaders strengthen culture. They strengthen your resiliency and they strengthen your bottom line. I develop strong, resilient leaders who will drive your business. It is time for you to refocus your investment. Go to choicescoachingconsulting.com and let you and I start the conversation now before someone else invests in your leaders. When you invest in your leaders, you invest in the bottom line of your business. Connect with Krista at choicescoachingconsulting.com. Act now. Krista at choicescoachingconsulting.com.
1: Now, America's Small Business Conversation continues on the Pat Miller Show. Welcome back to the Pat Miller
0: Show. This is America's Small Business Conversation. I'm your host, Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. Coming up in a minute, we're going to talk with our friend Brad Herta about graduating from owning your job to owning a business. When you've got a job, you're responsible for all the stuff. When you have a business, you have others working with and for you so you can scale how do we get from a job to a business? We'll talk to Brad about that here in about 10 minutes. Right now, I want to reflect on the importance of the people that you have around you. We need to surround ourselves with the right people, like-minded people who really care and they have your back. And I have a specific example about why I'm reminded of this because over the weekend, something happened to me and it made me go, huh? okay, that's why I need the right people in my life. To build a business, we've got to do two things. We have two things we have to do to be successful. One of them is to create and deliver whatever the product or service is that we provide. If you detail cars for a living, you need to know how to detail cars, and you've got to go detail the cars. If you're an accountant, you got to know how to balance the books, and you got to tell the client about balancing the books. Whatever the product is that you create, we have that that we have to do. That's one of the piles. But then the other pile, as a small business owner or a solopreneur, significantly bigger, significantly bigger. We got to know how to do the thing, but the other pile is why we need great people around us. Because that other pile is everything else when it comes to keeping your business open. If you're a subject matter expert or a practitioner of your craft, you know how to do that. You might even know how to sell what you do. You take pictures. You bake bread. You arrange flowers. You build marketing strategy. You design websites. You consult CEOs, you put on shoes, whatever it is that you do, you've been trained or you're naturally gifted to provide that product or service. That's not the hard part. The hard part of building your own business is everything else that we have to do to keep the lights on. And that right there, that's why you need like-minded people on your team and behind you every step of the way. I was reminded of this concept because a friend of mine recommended a book to me. How can a book recommendation make that feeling uh, come to the surface? But it did because the friend said, Hey, listen, I think you would really benefit from this particular book. And it turned out that that book was exactly what I needed. The book recommendation reminded me about this personal team that I have behind me from doing this show and the members of the Idea Collective, the people that have decided to build our businesses together. Because when you go to a networking event... No one's going to walk up to you and say, hi, I'm Pat Miller, and I think you should read this book, unless I'm the one that wrote it. That'd be a pretty good marketing strategy, actually. But if I said, hi, I'm Pat Miller, I know exactly what book you need to read. That doesn't happen at a networking event. Those types of recommendations, that type of personal knowledge, that collective intelligence, that happens when you have people in your corner, when you have people that have a vested interest in your success. And when you have that, that's like having a cheat code. That's the difference between having people, you know, in your corner or people that are basically on your email list. Networking, as you've heard me say before, networking is something that we all do and we probably need to do more of, but networking is not a team sport. And if you're spending all of your time with other professionals out networking, you're missing this entire other half of support and confidence and guidance that can come when you have a small group, small business community with your back, because You have, at networking, the chance to make more sales and maybe get some referrals or whatever else happens at networking. But when you've got a community behind you, now you've got the chance to have others show you what your blind spots are. You have people that have built up a relationship with you that are willing to give you feedback. Where do you get that? Like today, if you wanted someone to look at your product, what are your options to get feedback? There really aren't any. Your clients aren't going to give you real feedback. Your spouse doesn't understand what you do. Your friends that you play golf with, they all work at corporate, so they don't raise your prices. They have no idea how it works. Or you could go hire a really expensive coach. Those are really your only options to get legitimate feedback from people who care, unless you have a community walking with you. What happens when you have a terrible day? Who do you turn to? Think about those people I just mentioned. The buddies don't get it because they have a sales department. They don't even think about sales. Your spouse doesn't understand because he or she is not a small business owner. Your parents think everything you do is great, so they're not going to give you any feedback. They're not going to help you when things go badly. Uh, Shake it off. You'll get them tomorrow. No, my rent is due. You know what? Sorry, you had a bad day. No big deal. No, it is a big deal. I need to let somebody go now because I didn't make the month. The only people that understand the journey that we're on are the others that are on the journey. And it's not just when things go bad, it's when things are going great as well. Who can understand when you have a big win other than people who know what a big win feels like? Those people that know how significant it is to get a first yes from a client, how hard it is to launch a new website, how significant it is to launch a partnership deal when it's something you've been seeking for the last six months. That's why you need a group of people around you. That's why I stand on this desktop every week and scream into the microphone. Don't grow it alone. That's why I do this show. And that's why I lead the Idea Collective Small Business Community. Because if you're out there trying to figure it out on your own, you're trying way too hard. You're putting small business on hard mode and you simply cannot, you just can't only have networking in your life. You have to have more than that. So if this is like resonating with you, if this is like getting through your defenses and you're like, yeah, I don't have people that give me honest feedback that know what they're talking about. Wow. I don't have people that are willing to show me my blind spots. I don't have members of the team that'll just be happy when something good happens or willing to talk me through it when things go poorly. If those things are making sense to you, that's why you got to check out the Idea Collective small business community. It's something special that we're building and it's still just in its infancy. The opportunity to meet these people, it's real. And if you want to know more, idea collective incubator.com. Idea Collective incubator.com that's where you can start your journey and meet these folks that want a small business together with you now if you want to leave the idea of just having a job and you want to own a business you're tired of doing it all alone in your business we're going to check in with our friend brad Herta, who will talk us through how to build a business not just owning a job that's coming up next in this edition of the pat miller show thanks for tuning in
1: America's small business conversation continues next on the Pat Miller show.
2: You're an expert in your own field, so why not get paid for it? Hey there, it's Wendy Babcock. My VIP paid speaker program is just the ticket you need to convert your knowledge into real income.
0: No matter what size group you're speaking to, or if you don't have any products, books, or programs to sell,
3: even if you're not a celebrity or a household name. From crafting your talk to finding and booking paid speaking gigs, get it all with Wendy's VIP paid
2: speaker program. Keynote speakers can make anywhere from $2,500 to $7,500 a talk. Together, we'll not only amp up your speaking game, you'll discover the ins and outs of finding and booking those lucrative gigs and get paid every time you step on stage.
3: Right now, get 90 days of full access to the Paid Speaker Vault and a direct line to Wendy, plus a bonus, an immersive three-hour VIP day with Wendy to create your online profiles that event hosts simply can't resist.
2: Don't wait. Sign up now at VIPPaidSpeaker.com. VIPPaidSpeaker.com.
1: Now, America's Small Business Conversation continues on The Pat Miller Show.
0: Welcome back to The Pat Miller Show, America's Small Business Conversation, a show that's on the air for small business owners by small business owners. And we want to make sure that you're making the choices that you need to make so you can grow your dream into a small business that pays you and your family. On the show today, we're going to bring in someone that's got big business experience. He's done big-time business, but he brings it to the small business space so we can have a discussion to help you get better. Let's welcome to the show Brad Herta, the owner
4: of Vision Forward Business Solutions. Brad, welcome to the Pat Miller Show. How are you doing, bud? I am doing wonderful, Mr. Miller. Thank you for the opportunity today to share and support your audience.
0: Well, I'm glad you're here because you look at things from a very, uh, distinct way compared to a lot of other small business owners, because many of us are former corporate employees that are that fumbling around thing? trying to find our way. I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but it works. Uh, it is a good thing because you help us think bigger and you help us think about structure and choices and execution. So when you run into someone that's good at doing something, but they haven't really made it a business yet, what are some of the common things or common threads that you see as they try and turn? their dream into a business?
4: The most common thing is that they're still doing the work. They're still swinging the hammer. They're still, you know, putting up the walls. They're still involved in the day-to-day grind of things. And, And that's not a good way to scale. That's not a good way to go to where you need to go because at the end of the day, if you are the business, you don't really have a business, you have a job. Ooh, now see, that is what I'm talking about, because many
0: folks will think about getting really good at what they're doing so they can grow their business. And you're saying, are you the one doing all the work? Then you're not going to be able to scale it.
4: When you run into someone who's doing that, how do you approach that conversation? First, understand where they want to go. Are they happy just being the individual contributor within their own business or do they want something different? What is it that they want to do? um and it's very important to be very clear on what you're trying to achieve if you're just trying to go into the into the into your job every day as the business owner and just hope to get to the tomorrow um that's really not a a good strategy or plan right hope is not a plan um it's not a strategy either so what does that look like long term for you and and work towards those small little things and it it comes down to a lot of different things everybody's different um the thing that I get asked a lot is my business is so special and unique. Uh-huh. It is. It's unique because people are unique, but the problems are all very consistent and they're all very much the same.
0: When people start to open their mind to not doing all the things by themselves, they have to start thinking about bringing people in and hiring either contractors or employees.
4: Is that another
0: tripping point for people trying to grow a business?
4: Oh, absolutely. But who, know how. I mean, it's a great book. It's a great opportunity. It's a great way to live. If I don't have to figure out how to do it, and I know somebody who can do it, and where we get into a lot of problems with the business owners, is we don't understand our value of our own time. Right? We pay ourselves. We we are the small business owners. We used the LLC and the funding as just being a lifestyle. And we don't ever look at it from a, a business owner viewpoint. If you were truly a CEO of your organization, you would look at those dollars and say, why am I spending 15 hours a month trying to figure out how to do my social media versus paying a VA to do it 20 bucks an hour. Well, that's $300 a month out of my pocket. Yeah, but $300 a month out of your pocket, but it's also another potential new client. It's a potential taking care of an insurance issue. It's a potential having a great conversation with my employees or staff and building a culture where people want to be part of. You're using that time to do something far more important than just post social media people
0: don't want to think about hiring folks. And when they do, they certainly don't want to try and behave like an HR department, but there are some facets of HR we still have to keep in mind, right?
4: Oh yeah. As we move into this multi-generational workforce and we've heard it the last three, four years of we can't find good people. These young people don't want to work all this other crap. (laughs) And it's, it's just that it's your own perception of where you might be coming from. There's lots of ways to make a living today. Lots of ways that, you know, the business owner is no longer competing with the business down the road for that talent pool. They're competing with social media influencers, they're competing with DoorDash, they're competing with all these other things. So being a place where people want to work and understanding why people are looking for a job or what they're looking for in being part of a a business is now about what is that sense of purpose and community, not just Security of having a job, putting a roof over my head and being fed, you know, that Maslow hierarchy of needs piece is really an important piece. And if you're not familiar with it, I'm going to suggest you go look at it and you might have that aha moment go, oh, yeah, my staff is here because they enjoy being here, not because they need a paycheck. They're here because we have a purpose. We're here because we do things properly. And paying your staff for results performance versus time and seat is a significant change of behavior because the younger generation, those, the younger millennials and Gen Z, which are, you know, I'll call it 30 and under all that data is out there. It's on our phones. It's all available. They know what the market can do and can't do. And, and when you're competing against an Amazon at a warehouse, it's willing to pay you $22 an hour to deliver packages at your own free will. But I got to come to your building every day to do something. That's a tough, conversation to have, and you better make sure you're putting things in the right place. We're talking with Brad Herta today about a way that he put it that I really like,
0: going from having your job to having a business. Some, Some of the questions you have to consider as you go from one to the other. You mentioned, and I've heard you talk about this before, choosing the right tools. So you make sure that you have what you need to grow. What are some of the things that people overlook or some of the tools that we might want to pick up to be more productive?
4: Often overlook our value of our time, and we don't become very efficient. If you look at different things, um, as the business owner, you have to manage your time better than any one of your team members or your staff members, because you have to do all those other things to be successful. You need to manage your HR, you need to manage your finances, you need to manage insurance. You might need to take care of your building. You might need to be the vice president of sales at the same time. You need to manage all those things, and if you're too busy. Dealing with every day's firefighting, you don't have time to do those things. So, managing your time is probably the biggest thing as a business owner to be effective at and become an expert at. Doesn't mean you have to get all, you know, rainbow colors in your, in your calendar. But you need to find a way that what works for you. You need to find the right tool that works for you. It could be a posted note. It could be, you know, your spouse nagging at you. It could be your kids, (laughs) an alarm clock. It doesn't matter. Figure out what works for you. It could be these cube timers you turned us on to, to be able to say, okay, I got 20 minutes to do this. Set the timer, done. Get it done and move on. Because if you don't, it just, we procrastinate and push things down and then it does become urgent and important. And now it's a fire that didn't need to be lit.
0: So refreshing to have that conversation and not have someone throw an app or a tool At you, and in literally just say it's about your time and how you use it. So get after it and learn how to control it in a way that works for you. Before we run out of time, I do want to ask you about the difference between how a job owner and a business owner would look at handling money and finances. When people graduate to being a business owner, how are they thinking about their finances?
4: Well, you're not just looking at the checking account, you're also looking at how are you allocating those dollars. It costs you so many dollars a day to get out of bed. Most owners have no idea what that number is. Um, I have a general contractor. It costs him $350 a day to wake up and get out of bed to cover his fixed expenses every month, plus his overhead and you know equipment and amortizing those repairs and things like that. Not knowing that is detrimental because when you go into cost to get sold and different things, oh, we mark it up and then we have no money at the end because we keep paying those things and don't cover it. Along the way. So, knowing how your business operates financially versus labor and that's it, and only thinking about those things is, is very, very dangerous. Um, you're very familiar with Profit First and Mike Mikalowicz. I would highly recommend to anybody listening that they get the book, listen to the audio, do whatever, and truly understand the concept of what he's talking about because it's so simple and, and it is business altering. It will change your business forever. Um, even if you implement portions of it and not go all in, you will make yourself a significantly better business owner looking at the details that, that matter with his system. We talked about
0: time. We talked about money. We talked about people. And in every one of those buckets, you brought up something that made me uncomfortable because it's like, yeah, I should probably know. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't really know that either. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Brad heard It's always great to have you on the Pat Miller Show. (laughs) Thanks for coming on, buddy. No, I'm teasing. It was really a great conversation because you're making us think, right? We got to think about going from job owner to business owner. And it's conversations like this that level us up. So Brad is the owner of Vision Forward Business Solutions. Really, bud. Thanks for coming on the Pat Miller Show. I appreciate it.
4: Thank you very much. Have a great rest of your day.
0: I did say thanks for tuning in to this week's episode, right? Thanks for tuning into The Pat Miller Show. I appreciate it. And if you like the vibe of having people talk about small business and you wish there was more of it, well, we're doing a daily show exclusively for small business owners and solopreneurs. It's every day at 9 a.m. Central. It's called Small Business Mornings. And if you go to smallbusinessmornings.com, you can find the show, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and be a part of it. We start the day with the news, we have a laugh, and we get ourselves ready to go take on the day. Smallbusinessmornings.com. More of The Pat Miller Show coming up next. Thanks for tuning in.
1: America's Small Business Conversation continues next on The Pat Miller Show.
3: You. Have a brand. Your business's brand is one of the most important things on your plate. As a business owner, you keep up with the trends. So what's hot these days? It's live events. Owning your small business combined with speaking at live events positions you as the expert in your field. That's where Bankable Events comes into play. Bankable Events is an event advisory and management firm with a primary focus on maximum conversion events. With more than 4,000 live events under their belt, they have the expertise to design face-to-face events that get your audience pumped up and generate profits. The minute you partner with Bankable Events, they'll start creating a custom Customized strategy to take you from idea to income. Just think of the opportunities ahead for you. Call 303-550-1123 or head to bankableevents.com. Join over 1,000 other small business owners and CEOs who use Bankable Events to build community and drive revenue. That's bankableevents.com. Developing your business is a journey, so make sure and bring along a trusted sidekick. As your business grows, sidekick accounting will be there. Sidekick Accounting's core services help take the confusion out of bookkeeping, tax preparation, and tax planning. Who's going to keep track of all those pesky receipts and invoices? Well, Sidekick Accounting has things covered as you grow your version of business success. So whether your small business is a side hustle or a conduit to freedom and owning your own business in time, get in touch with a trusted sidekick. Sidekick Accounting. There are expert advisors waiting to hear from you now. Feel free to call or send a text message to 414-310-7689. That's 414-310-7689. You can find them on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, or visit sidekick-accounting.com. Remember, developing your business is a journey, so bring along a trusted sidekick.
1: Now, America's Small Business Conversation continues on The Pat
0: Miller Show. Welcome back to The Pat Miller Show, America's Small Business Conversation. I'm your host, Pat Miller, The Idea Coach, and you've heard this show before, so you know we are on the air to help your business grow. And our small business success story today, it really is talking about the things that maybe you're facing and standing in the way of growth. Let's welcome in our guest, Roger Wolkoff, from all about authenticity. He's the guy with the voice and he's got a success story. Roger, thanks for calling into the Pat Miller Show. How are you today? I'm great, Pat. Thanks for thanks for taking my call and having me on the show. I'm glad you're here. I love having success stories. So the thing that we're celebrating is something that I think a lot of our listeners are facing as well. So what are we celebrating today? So we're celebrating
5: the fact that I hired an ops person and that, that's the ops person to me, right? Her name is Jen. She's a contractor. She's amazing. And I hired her part-time six to eight hours per week, because here's the thing. I don't know if, if if any other small business owners feel this, but what I realized was this, I needed help with someone who is good at executing <laughs> and helping me execute, right? I'm not good at it, right? <laughs> My strengths tell me that, you know, I have to get to number 12 on the list of 30. Uh, or 31 before you know an execute attribute shows up so what does that tell you either I need to
0: improve it myself or I need to find help so you're a speaker you're an MC you're out talking to people and and leading from the stage but when it comes to the detail work of making the business go forward that's where you were struggling when did it dawn on you you know maybe I should get some help in this area Well,
5: dawning and doing were two different things. So dawning probably probably about a year ago, right? People are like telling me, you know, you're great at starting, but maybe not so much finishing. And I started seeing that a lot in the work that I was doing. So I actually did something about it this past April. I tried to experiment, right? A lot of times we tell small business folks, you know, fail or fail fast, right? Try something. Don't be afraid to experiment. And this experiment started in April and it's been going strong for uh, four months now. And it's just a dream. It's just wonderful.
0: So you've got someone helping you with the details now. How long did it take for you to let go and let them run with the detail work? Did you have any struggles with that? Because I know some people might. I'm laughing, man. It's, it's like, really? No, that never happens. I, you know, we, we, go. we never let control
5: go. Man, Pat, it, ha- it happened about a month in, right? I re- you know when I realized? I realized when I started telling her how to do something. Right, so I hired her because I needed help with organization. So then I started telling her how to do something, and she was so patient, man. She was so patient. <laughs> right? She was. She was just. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. And then I realized what the heck I was doing because what I was doing was I was getting my own way, which was the problem before. So I'm paying somebody, and you know, to be my ops person to go do the stuff, right? Because they're really good at what they do. And I realized that I was not letting her do what she needed to do. So. It took me about four weeks. And every now and then what I do now is I catch myself when we're in our meetings or communications. When I start telling her how to do something, I just stop because now the the reason we let go is what? Trust, right? So we've developed trust. And that's a key right there. So that's when it happened.
0: We're talking with Roger Wolkoff, who's got a small business success story. He hired an ops person to do all the detail work that he admittedly isn't very good at. So you let go and let them start organizing the business so things could get done on time and done well. What is the current state of the business now that they've been up running for a minute helping you execute all the work that you need to do.
5: Yeah, the, the current state is that we've gotten a lot of the the busy stuff off my to-do list, right? I had a list of things of, you know that I had to do, You know, kind of foundational. We got a lot of that stuff done. And then what's happening now is we're starting to grow a little more because what Jen is doing is like she's going out and initiating, taking care of my leads and initiating emails on my behalf, right? She does the emails and the reach out. I do the responding and the phone calls in, in return. That was another area where I had to let go. Right. I had, the, you know, she said, Hey, let me create an email. And immediately I clench. I'm like, what? No, wait! I gotta, well, I gotta, I gotta write that. But you know what's great, Pat? You know, it becomes with trust. So she writes in my voice. I have to do very little editing. So the business is doing really well, both in organization and prioritizing because I would get overwhelmed with stuff. So I hired her to organize. And what, what happens with organizing is like I would write stuff down and maybe I'd work on a few of the things. But when I work with Jen, she writes everything down, right? In our agenda. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's kind of like having, you know, voice dictation on uh, uh, turned on. She, she writes everything down in our agenda so we don't forget it or I don't forget it. And then she helps me prioritize what to work on.
0: So as a creative and a speaker that's now added help to the organization to handle all the details... What are some of the things that you wished you would have known before you hired this person? So if someone's thinking about it, you're kind of helping them out in advance.
5: Um, I wish I would have known what I needed up front or I w- wish I would have listened to my gut because my gut was telling me, you like to work with people, Roger. You like to work with people. And this can be a lonely business, right? I'm sitting here alone in my office trying to do the things, trying to, you know, get the leads and all that. But what I realized I was missing was that collaboration piece. And I also needed somebody who was that that operations detail part. And what's great about this person is she's a mix of both. Right. So she can do all this stuff by herself, go and do the things. And then uh, when we get together, we get together three times a week, you know, uh, and we we go through the agenda. We talk about what's going on in the business and she's my collaborator. Right. So I feel great when I get off the call. She feels great at the end of the call. We actually rate the meetings. We give it a one through 10 at the end of the meeting. Like, how did you feel? How did you feel? What went well? You know, and at the beginning, what was really wild was, you know, I was rating them, yeah, I feel like this was a seven or an eight. And she's like, no, I feel like this was an eight or nine. And we she would say why. So over time, after about four weeks, like we're rating the meetings as nine, nine and a half. We're getting close to that ten, you know. And it's because we're starting to jive. she's getting my rhythm. So what I wish I would have known is I wish I would have listened to my. I wish I would have listened to the part that said. You know you say this about small businesses pat you don't have to uh, grow it alone and when i take that to heart it's like oh wait a minute i i I can have a partner i can have a partner in this and i'm not giving up control i'm sharing control so i guess those are the i would just listen to the messages that you're you're receiving uh and take note of those
0: i think everyone would like to have that outcome that you have but some may be tripped up by the investment how did you get your head around the idea of bringing someone into the team, paying them to do this job? Did you ever get tripped up on that before you pulled the trigger? Totally did. Totally did. But I'd worked with a couple of virtual
5: assistants before, and, I did, I, and uh, I'd gotten a lot of value out of, out of those uh, engagements, but, but something was missing. Uh, and I knew that if I was going to invest in a, a certain amount in an ops person, I'd interviewed a couple of people who, who did the work. And I knew that uh, in order to make money, I was going to have to invest. So uh, my goal was to have uh, a certain return on investment for for, for the investment I was making in this ops person. But I knew that I wasn't going to get anywhere. I was just going to keep spinning my wheels if I just went by myself. So... Yeah, I bit the bullet and I was like, yeah, no, I'm going to pay this amount and let's see how it goes. That was the experiment part. And when the experiment worked, it was like, well, this is a no brainer. Let's keep working together as long as she wants to work with me and I want to work with her. Uh, it's really great because I feel like she's in the, she's in the operations office <laughs> down the hall, you know, yeah. even though she's virtual.
0: It's a small business success story worth celebrating, adding someone to the team, especially to supplement something in the business that you don't like doing and you might not be very good at. Roger Wolkoff, all about authenticity, the guy with the voice, friend of the show. Thanks for coming on the Pat Miller Show. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Pat. Always great to be with you.
1: Thanks for listening to The Pat Miller Show. See patmillershow.com for more information on today's guests, events, and the Idea Collective Small Business Community. A worldwide group working together to fight fear, inexperience, and isolation for small business owners everywhere. Join us next week for The Pat Miller Show. And remember get clear, work hard, and never quit.